Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. Welcome to another edition of Rev Radio and Rev Radio Show with Miss Lori Enright. And uh, we are so honored again. Thank you for letting us come into your life, speak into your life at times with words of inspiration, information, motivation to rev up your week, uh, hopefully revolutionize your life a little bit. Uh, We're all about a lot of things here on this show. I'm going to tell you what some of them are. Number one, we have a bias that everything's better when Jesus is a part of it. So we're unapologetical on that. Now, some of y'all in Eagle Country, you're not too sure about this Jesus stuff. I'm just telling you, we understand. Good luck with your life without Jesus. See what happens when you invite him in and see what radical difference he can make. We have a bias that it's better. And I've been watching some of y'all in Eagle Country. I hear your stories. I hear your lives. And life is better. Your marriage is better. Your occupation will be better. Your personal life will be better. Your finances are better. I mean, there's not a single area that wouldn't get better when Jesus is part of it. And we're going to talk about finances here in a minute, but I'm just telling you, you're going to have to trust this bald-headed pastor, Dave, on Rev Radio. Jesus is the answer to any issue, challenge, problem, hurt, habit, or hang-up that you have. He's the answer. That's what Rev's about. We also want to be real with you and authentic. Uh, we try to do that every week. We, we want to bring that which is dark into the light and say, you know, if you're dealing with something, we want to help you. Our church, we're all about Whitewater Crossing because we're all about Jesus. It is Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, not Whitewater Crossing Vaughn Church, thank God. It doesn't uh, even flow. It doesn't even yeah. sound good, does it? <laughs> so we uh, are all about uh, helping people find hope in Jesus in a home, a spiritual home. So any Sunday that you want to visit at Whitewater, 9-30, Lori and I have been telling you this time for quite a while, get on the website before you come in person. I know you're a little skittish. Halloween's over now, so you shouldn't be scared anymore. But there will be no trick, only a treat if you come on Sunday. I know, but you're nervous. So get online, check out the Plan Your Visit page, that tab. You can kind of get a sample of who we are and what we do every Sunday. And we would not be on the air and be able to do this mission without one Mark Kreimer, who's just a great blessing to so many. And so a big shout-out to Kreimer's Beer House. And they had some new menu items or some really good ones down there, all kinds of menu items, but yeah. they feature some specials that we like to highlight. For Lay them. the specials so on me. If you need somewhere to go early in the week to have dinner, head on down on Mondays uh, for pork chops special. I think you get Monday two pork top. chops, some sides for thirteen ninety five. Big portions too. Yeah, it's a couple of meals you can get through a few yes. days. Uh, Tuesday is the New York Strip, and Wednesday the ribeye special. I'm a ribeye guy. I've had it. It's good. You can share it. You might even go on a date. I don't know. That would be something good. I know some of you are single in eco country and not looking. 
but some of y'all are single and available. <laughs> so I don't know. We might have to probe on another show with Lori about the available or unavailable. Uh, oh, part, that'll but. be fun. Yeah. Well, talk about how you know <laughs> imperfect people. Um, that's me for sure. That's why they put me on this show. Um, yeah. You know, before I found Jesus in the church five years ago this month. I, five wild? years. Five years ago Look at this you. month. Time has flown by. Look. But I used to be a hot mess. Now it's just kind of like still like lukewarm, yeah. a warm mess. <laughs> We're but all getting, just a little, a little messy, bit aren't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for you. And I'm so, as Lori's pastor, I'm so proud of her spiritual growth and None of us have arrived, and we're not who we want to be, but thank God we're not who we used to be. Amen. And that's just a testimony to the Holy Spirit in our life. So if you want to come and join the the hot mess and the mild-mannered messiness of our church any Sunday and lots of other stuff, you can check out on the website. And if you ever want to email us a question or a comment, uh, you can do that through Eagle Country. Give us that email address one more time, Lori. It's Rev, R-E-V, at EagleCountryOnline.com. Good. Awesome. So shout out to Mark. Shout out to Whitewater Crossing. Shout out to Jesus. And tonight, shout out to the guy that's our guest in the studio tonight, uh, one Chris Bue. Hello. 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 And Chris is on our staff. Hired Chris a, a while ago. It's it's gone for how long have you been on the staff at Two Whitewater? Two and a half years. Two, golly, time flies when you're having time fun. Time mm-hmm. flies, and so I thought we would spend just a little bit of session. Now we've had other guests on the show from lots of companies and businesses that are in Eagle Country, uh, and Chris uh, is a businessman, a successful businessman who had come on our team that really helps us in some areas of ministry that needed a business touch of finance and HR and all the legal things. And uh, I'm pretty good at spending the money (laughs) and maybe raising it a little bit. Chris is good at accounting. I say, David, you can't spend that much anymore. You know, we got to say. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great job. job. You have to deliver the hard news. Mm -hmm. And he does it well with excellence, but he is uh, an executive pastor in our church and in administrative areas and finance and church ministry, and we couldn't be more grateful, thankful that he's here. Uh, But his story is one that I think might inspire some of you listening in Eagle Country. There's a guy out here somewhere. You might be in your truck. You may be in your living room. Probably too cool to be out on your deck, but you may be by your fire pit tonight at 7 o'clock listening to this show, and you're wondering, you know what? My skill set is here, but I'm not like fulfilled, or maybe God has something else for me, or maybe I've been successful, but I don't feel significant, then Chris's story, I think, might inspire you. And so I want him to just tell a little bit about his background, a little bit about what brought you to this microphone today, which we are the blessing and recipient of. But then I want to ask you maybe a couple questions about finances and money, because believe it or not, Christians and non-Christians struggle with the dollar sometimes. Yeah, And uh, when they're you know, when when their when their upkeep you know doesn't match their income, the upkeep <laughs> will be your downfall. I mean, I'm telling you, that's it. And so uh, we might just probe a little bit of that because I think you're one of the smartest guys in the room on uh, approaching stewardship, uh, how you handle your money from a, a Jesus perspective. But tell us a little bit about. I understand you're married. <laughs> yes, I am, and. Uh, 
Love Robin. She's yes. uh, she's an amazing, amazing woman. We have five kids, so we've uh, we've had your quiver fun. is full. It is full. Yeah. Once you get above four, you start numbering them at that point. <laughs> Number five. Yeah, but I I would say I, I came here through interesting roads. First, Started with my father, who was both a banker during the week and a children's minister on the weekends. Wow, that's a uh, that's a unique combo. Uh, it, it was a unique combo. That's yeah. a he's an amazing man, just an amazing guy. I saw him uh, minister to small kids and then be at board meetings the next day. It was awesome. Um, it, it taught me the value of modeling. Hmm. That our kids, you know, they may hear us, but they're going to watch us. And um, uh, so I, I went away to Bible college was a business major, um, thought I would, um, I would serve God in the business world and have an actual ministry in the business. And um, he, he blessed us mightily. Uh, there were times, though, that we had to learn our lessons. Uh, my dad taught me for all through growing up that tithing was about sacrificially giving to God. 10%. So tithe, for someone in Eagle Country that, like, that sounds like a biblical word. I it use is. it a lot. We yes, use it a lot around we here. Do. What does that mean? Yeah. It means that you take a portion of what God's given you, like your income, and you generously give it with a generous heart. Um, what we see in the Bible is that 10% mm-hmm. is the— uh, Good standard good to standard. start with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but my father taught me years ago that if you can't give 10, you need to give out a generous heart and give something. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. Because it's all God's. It is. It is. Funny how that works out. It is funny, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, early in my career, uh, wife and I started started giving, and I was doing well in the career, and then one day, company got bought out. Hmm. Lost my job. Um, You know, had a severance package, did some consulting. But even with lower income, we decided, go ahead and tithe. We were going to give her that money. and I, I think God had it in his plan to, to prove out, make sure that we mm. were true blue with that, that we weren't just giving because it was easy. We were giving because it was his. In, in faith, yeah. Yeah. A next position that I got was amazing. Over the next eight years, I, God doubled my income five mm. times. Mm. It was just amazing. So everything's you know? better with God in it. Now, <laughs> I know you all in Lisa Eagle country. Here we go. David's not a TV preacher, but he's a radio preacher now. So all these after my money, honestly, keep your money if that's how you feel. Uh, I'm telling you, I want something, Chris and I and Lori want something for you, not from you. And God loves a cheerful giver. So the reason we talk about giving is because the best and happiest people are generous people. They just are. There's a reason that uh, the root of miserable is miser. And so we found the happiest people are giving people and that God blesses givers. I I can't explain it until you – some of these things you just don't understand until you do it. Mm -hmm. And you think, wow, uh, maybe that that pastor at Whitewater Crossing is not after my money. Maybe Mm -hmm. he's after Mm -hmm. helping me get better in life. Yeah. I didn't always remember this, though. Yes. Um, I'm confident. Uh, so moved up through companies, started running a company, eventually started our own company. Um, we're very blessed financially, but we had a lot of bills. Five yeah. kids, big house, had all the needs, had to go mm-hmm. on vacations, right? Um, one day, though, that company that did um, release of information in healthcare, so medical record document management, um, healthcare went through a lot of changes a number of years ago with regulations, and within six months, we lost 90% of the business. Get out. Wow. Nope. 
six months, that was our income. Oh, my. All of a sudden, God did a reverse tithe. Oh, my. Yes. Yes. We look back and realize that our tithe had decreased, and we were only giving a small percentage before that. Hmm. So, um, obviously, Robin and I recommitted ourselves that when we came back, and fortunately the business did, that we would always be accountable to God, that we would always give of our increase. And he has, he has blessed us in great ways since then. Yeah. So you're a testimony of when it's good, it's good, but not everybody uh, has seen that yet. Uh, I've never met a person who tried true giving, though, that said, ah, that didn't work for me. Yeah. I've never met anybody. I've found people who are testing God little by little. And the motive, obviously, is not just to get. It's not like a transactional thing, mm-hmm. but but it is a claim in faith. And and when you do it because that's how God's a giver and we mimic God, then the benefits come our way as a collateral ripple blessing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, start somewhere. Chris's advice is good. But if you look back in your life, you'll find that God blessed you more when you were giving. And some of us made commitments that, you know what, when we were in a season of shortage, we said, you know what, I'm going to be faithful no mm. matter what. Yeah. And then God sends that abundance. And sometimes when you have been given much, you forget about God sometimes. And like you think, oh, this was me that did this. Yeah. And that's what you're describing is kind of that journey. It is. And, and I'll tell you something else. For us, living or, or giving has been a leading indicator hmm. for what God is going to do in our lives. Hmm. When... Uh, give me an example. When we were um, we were at another church and they were having a capital campaign, and we wanted to give that capital campaign significantly, so we decided to give a portion of the bottom line of the company. Um, and so we were praying about this and what should we do. And of course, you know I like numbers, right? So oh, no, you're I did the budgets guy. and figured out growth and figured out where we should be. And um, so we came upon the number that we we thought we should you know be there. And Rob and I sit down. I said, okay, here's the number. And of course. She said she wanted to double it. Of course. Of course. These women of faith. Yeah, I know. I hear you. <laughs> so I put my foot down, and we doubled it. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and after you compromised, the, and you doubled it. That's right. Compromised, <laughs> and we doubled it. Um, that's uh, But during that, during that time where we were committing uh, some resources to God is the very time that I was approached hmm. as a possibility of coming hmm. as executive pastor hmm. in Whitewater. And I, because God had dealt with us on money, He'd gotten mm-hmm. us straight there. Um, I remember, I remember sitting with the elders, and mm-hmm. they're asking me, "Why do you want to work for Whitewater?" Yeah, and I said, "Oh, I, I don't." Yes, I said, "I just want to be where God wants me to be." Yes, and I got there because God had already dealt with that money thing, mm-hmm. and He had me in the right place. Yeah, yeah. and if He hadn't. Had- dealt with it and wrestled with it and conquered it then, you wouldn't be mm-hmm. around the table now. I would not. So there's somebody out here in Eagle Country that may nominally say, I believe in Jesus or believe in God. I meet most people in Eagle Country. They're not many. There's not a lot of agnostics or atheists out there. They're kind of people faith. They're just not practicing or they're a little skeptical. Mm. So somebody sitting out there listening to this say, oh, man, here we go. We're talking about this money thing. What would you say to someone that would encourage them to trust God with their wealth or their money? What What are easy steps into this stream of generosity? How, what would you say, Chris? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I, I would say, first of all, know that um, if you don't, if you're not generous at all with your time, talent, and treasure, so if you're mm. not generous with what you have, history shows us what you have will go away. Mm. Mm. Time and time again, you see people that hoarded, whether they hoarded oh, a country or hoarded a mm. company, mm-hmm. um, something mm. about just uh, nature takes it away. So this principle, this spiritual principle, is also a physical principle. Huh. Um, and, and then physically, when you start to be generous and start to give in some way, it helps you to be disciplined about the rest of your of what Other you things fall into place. That's exactly right. And I've heard many people huh. tell me, when I started giving just a little bit, I actually found I had more money because I was looking at all the money. Um, huh. It stops people from thinking the money is mine and realizes mm. they're not an owner, they're a steward of it. Right. Yes. Boy, that's absolutely true, having a different mentality. Uh, so I, I'm telling you, when you give the first part, and there's significance about giving God first and yeah. not leftovers. Right. Um, and I found he blesses the 90% more when I give the 10 So. I, Don and I, we, we you couldn't pay us to not give now. We're afraid not, not <laughs> to give. Right. Like, oh, you know, okay. stuff's going to happen here, honey. We got to, we got to. Yes. So God blesses at 90. I heard an old preacher say that we shovel it out, God shovels it in, that God's got a bigger shovel. And I can testify that that's the case. And I just w- have watched him in my life and other people's lives who are generous people. And so mm-hmm. it w- does ripple out to time. You give God the first day of the week, which we call Sunday here, and uh, the rest of the week tends to fall into place. You give God your best talent. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he'll bless mm-hmm. the other talent in your life and help you achieve a fulfillment beyond what you can imagine. Yeah. So baby steps are good. Try. We have a thing called the dollar difference, which is big around here. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. We it's just amazing. did it. You can get on the website and check out those dollar difference story. Everybody just throws in a dollar, and uh, we go and invest that that week in, in helping someone who's truly needy. And then we capture it on video and then show it the next week. And it's some of the best stuff mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. the difference that all of our dollars make. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jesus doesn't want your money, friend. He wants your heart. And when he gets your heart, all the rest falls into place. It does. So uh, I know a lot of wealthy people who are afflicted with their wealth. They got money, but they don't have happiness. They're chasing mm-hmm. something that's never going to be found. One, They think one more dollar is going to make me happy. And could I just say this to you? If you're not happy now, you're probably not going to be happy with extra money. <laughs> I know people all about the lottery here lately. And mm-hmm. since I've got no phone calls from any of you in Eagle Country saying you're going to help our church, I assume none of y'all want it. And I, it was coming my way. <laughs> so the question is not would you, what are you going to do with the lottery if I won? What are you going to do with, with what you got now? You know, so the same principle would work. Are you generous now? And you're a hundred years from now, chances are somebody else is going to be rolling with your money. It's not going to be you. This is a, like a brand new learning for me because I'm 57. Some of y'all in Eagle Country wonder how old is that bald head guy on Rev? I'm, I'm 57. And here's what I've learned. I thought I was teaching my kids how to handle their money when they're growing up, when in reality what I was teaching them is how to handle my money with my value system. Because before I die, they're going to be controlling my wealth, not me. Mm-hmm. I did that for my dad. 
in his later days, he could not do it anymore. I spent his money as, which was God's, how he would want it done because he showed me how to do that. So this is my new learning. You're training your kids right now what's valuable to you on your time, talent, and treasure. Yeah, that's good. And uh, the stories of generosity abound. I had a guy drop off. Can't wait to tell you, Lori, about it. A guy dropped off just a wonderful gift this morning. Uh, and I can't wait to tell the story. And I texted him to say thank you. And his response was, it feels great to give. <laughs> and boy, it, it, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It you got to let it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know... So, I mean, just even a few years ago, I was so afraid. I was always raised to save money yes, and to yeah. be responsible with my finances. Um, but I was terrified to give because I just always have had this fear of being being just completely broke, which I still yes. think that I do. Um, so, I mean, I feel like people wouldn't even, you know, the, at Walmart or wherever you're at and they ask you to donate. Like, they weren't even looking at me. They're like, this girl isn't even going to like look at us. <laughs> I mean, that's how far away I was. And it's not... To like promote any sort of self accolades, I've just learned that through giving. Um, one, we have the option here to do it automatically, so it's kind yeah. of like money that you never even yeah. see. You mm. just don't. It's just yep. money that right. you have, like and it's, your other it's bills, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like any sort of auto pay, but. And I was told that you most people never regret giving or think, wow, I really mm -hmm. need that back. Oh yeah, and that's one true. thing that is true. And I think I started mm. with picking up the pantry bags or donating mm -hmm. shoes or the toys mm -hmm. and then got to a point where it's like, you know, I feel like I'm getting so much from from this yeah. place and from, you yeah. know, this faith that I have that, you know, that's just what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. And it is, it's just, I just encourage people, you, you're you not probably going to sit back and think, wow, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. To whatever regret. it is you're giving uh, to. Absolutely. And God honors that. God knows. We have, again, a bias, as I said to be in the show, that God, everything's better when God's a part of it. So I found most couples, they fight about money. They fight about sex, they fight about money. And for most guys, they can never have enough of each, you know? And I, I'm just telling you, you could reduce the number of fights in your home, in your relationships, about money by just following God's principles. Saving is important, Lori, spot on. But I found pay God first, pay yourself second, Live below your income on the rest. Mm. And if you'll do that, you'll never have a, a need. Mm -hmm. Now, you may not get all your wants. Wants and needs are not the same. But I've never been needy. God looked out for that. And in America, anybody here, listen in an equal country, you have it so good compared to any third world country. You just go to another. You go to Haiti. You go to Ecuador, you go to Mexico, you go to another uh, another country. Tell me who's rich and who's not. Yeah. Uh, so perspective is important. All we have today are first world problems. We really do in America. So I know you're comparing yourself against all these other people, but I'm telling you, be fulfillment is a great gift. Satisfaction, being satisfied with what you have, is a real, real gift. So I've been just praying for a while. Don't give me what I want, God. Give me what I need. Help me to be happy in what you want me to have and enjoy it. And sometimes the affliction of wealth is a curse to some people because it becomes their God and their driver, and it ruins their relationships rather than increase and bless their relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So we do a thing called F 
FPU, right? Yes, Financial Peace yeah, University. Financial Peace University. So we do that in the church? We do. Uh, we do. We have classes ongoing, and Financial Peace uh, helps folks that want to make sure that they're using their money correctly, from understanding budgets to understanding not just giving, but giving and savings, and then understanding how to have a legacy. Um, mm, that's good. Trying not to focus on money in a negative way, but a positive yeah. way. In fact, you know, the passage, it says the, the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm. Um, part of that class helps people to understand it's just not the rich that have the love of money. That's true. The love there is talking about focus. So if you're always focused on your money, even if you don't have it, you're, mm. you, you violate that verse too. That's true, and that's probably one of the most misunderstood verses in the Bible. Because yeah. people say money, you always hear them say money's the root of all evil, and it's not. Mm -hmm. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. Money's just a, uh, a resource that's uh, you know really not, not, not a, a driver force. It's like technology it can be used for good or for evil. Yeah, but right. Chris is around as a testimony here of a guy who uh, was uh, chasing success and found it even though he was still a Christian, but now he's leaning into significance. And so it's not just giving of money, it's giving of your time and talent mm -hmm. uh, as well. And some of you guys who are near retirement, who are listening out here in Eagle Country, you're saying, man, I, 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 you can only play so much golf. You know, you can only go to so many festivals. You can only fish so much. Uh, you can only listen to country music all day for a long or watch the Hallmark Channel all the time. <laughs> There's got to be something more in your life that will bring you fulfillment. And I say lean into serving others, lean into uh, giving, lean into something that's going to invest and make a difference in someone's life. And I would say that Chris is as happy, at least in my observation. Now, I'm his boss, so he could lie, but... <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a, yeah, I'm pretty a happy. happy guy. <laughs> Even on the worst day of, oh, yes. of ministry, it's Absolutely. better than the you know the worst day of of working in a different venue, perhaps yeah. serving a different master. Uh, and so Chris is around, Lori and I are around to help you, and because we want something for you and not from you. Absolutely. And uh, so I just admire his life, his skill set working here, and we're here to help you with any problems that you have. That's what we love to do. And so if you're broke, I got good news. We serve a God who loves to help the broken. Mm -hmm. And our church exists to help people find help in Jesus in a homeless church. So let me personally invite you to come on over. We're going to be doing a run here pretty soon at Whitewater uh, on how to thrive with your finances and not just survive your finances. So on Sunday mornings, come over. You, you, we will be very creative in how we talk about that. And I guarantee you, you will get a principle on the weekend that will change your life if you just come and check us out and come and listen. And preachers uh, uh, care about these things. So I'll finish with a joke, a financial giving joke. Are a you giving ready? Joke. Okay, a yeah. giving joke. Love it. I heard about these uh, two guys who were out fishing all by themselves on a boat way out in the middle of nowhere, and their boat capsized. They swam to an island, remote island. They yelled, nobody, come help us. They thought they would be there you know, forever. No, they would never get rescued. One guy was going berserk on the island. He was yelling, screaming, save us. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll never get off this island. The other guy, he was so relaxed and laid back and had his hands folded behind his head, leaning up against a palm tree. That guy said, do you not understand? No one knows we're here. 
we're, we're never going to get off this island. And I said, no, you don't understand. Uh, I make a million dollars a week, and I tithe off that money. My preacher will find me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. if you're stranded and you're sinking out there and you're capsized <laughs> financially, this preacher will find you, but if you just kind of call for help. But we love people whether they give a dollar or a million dollars. It's not the size of the gift. It's the size of your heart, and mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. God is after. And just so you know, he's got all the money he needs. That's right. It, it, what he wants is you. Yeah. And so that's why we exist. So thanks again to Mark Crimer, who is one of the most generous financial guys I know, funding lots of missions and lots of initiatives. And we love that about Mark. And so go visit him. Come visit us at Whitewater Crossing sometime. And it is fall, and uh, Thanksgiving's coming. And we hope you set your clocks back. Boy, I know it. Yes. Don't forget that. I, I need to do that uh, you know, so I won't be late to preach. Anyway, uh, and fall is better because you get the hour, don't you? You spring forward, fall, fall back, back, so you get an extra hour it of that sleep. Yeah. And uh, So I'm for that. I think I should be every weekend on Saturday <laughs> night. But anyway, we would love to have you visit us at the correct time. And if you're thankful, it really is a Thanksgiving thing. And I kind of like it more than Christmas, actually. Because uh, Christmas gets uh, so consumed with the spending and the, the getting and the buying and the receiving of gifts, sometimes we push out the giver. But Thanksgiving is a great time when we have a lot to be thankful for. And I bet you, you in Eagle Country have uh, some gratitude and attitude of gratitude issues you got to kind of right-size in your life. So we're grateful that you listen. We're grateful to uh Uh, Eagle Country, our on-air partners and our sponsors for what they do. So thanks again for tuning in tonight for another edition of Rev. And on behalf of uh, Lori and Chris, we want to say we'll see you again next week. And uh, this Rev program is brought to you by Crimers. And thank you for tuning in to the Rev program on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.